Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Riverside is set to sizzle today with a high of 92.9 degrees and a low of 72.8. So stay hydrated and cool. Now, let's take a quick peek into the headlines we're covering today. A landmark antitrust case has emerged as the United States takes on Google in an epic historic trial, putting the tech titan into the spotlight. From courtroom drama to celestial charm, the rare green comet Nishimura is making its first appearance in over 400 years. We'll tell you when and where to catch this astral spectacle, and wrapping up with a heartwarming story, a lost dog, Maya, has been found safe and sound after three weeks at Atlanta Airport. We'll share the details of her adventure and joyous reunion with her owner. Stay tuned for these stories and more on Alex's News. Kicking things off today, the United States is taking on Google in what's being dubbed the biggest tech monopoly trial of this century. This case is making headlines around the world and is considered a landmark antitrust case. Here to unpack this complex story is our seasoned tech reporter, Elias. Elias, can you walk us through what's going on? Sure, Connie. Essentially, the U.S. government is accusing Google of using its monopoly power to stifle competition. This is the first monopoly trial of the modern internet era, and there are immediate comparisons being drawn to the historic lawsuit against Microsoft that happened 25 years ago. Interesting. What are the significant claims being made against Google? The key charge here, Connie, is the accusation that Google's practices are anti-competitive, inflicting potential harm to consumers and stifling innovation. The trial is set to focus on Google's core search business and the alleged monopolistic practices that have allowed it to grow into the $1.7 trillion behemoth that it is today. Google, however, is arguing that its practices are legal and beneficial. This trial is estimated to run for quite some time, correct? Yes, Connie. Experts predict the trial will stretch over 10 long weeks and will involve top tech executives, experienced litigators, and even an Obama-appointed judge, it's part of the Biden administration's broader strategy to rein in big tech companies, which includes proposals to place stricter limits on corporate mergers, all in the name of protecting consumers, workers, rival businesses, and democracy. What could be the wider implications of this case, Elias? Well, Connie, the antitrust case against Google has far-reaching ramifications for the tech industry and beyond. If the government is victorious, it could provide consumers with more options and force Google to rethink its contracts with smartphone makers. What's more, the outcome could influence the development and commercialization of new AI technologies. The New Yorker has suggested that a verdict against Google could encourage competitors, replicating the impact of the 1998 antitrust case against Microsoft. It's not just Google under scrutiny here, is it, Elias? No, quite indeed. This broader tech scrutiny sees other giants like Apple under the microscope too. The Los Angeles Times reports Apple and other tech companies will also be under close watch throughout this trial. Meanwhile, the New York Times reveals Microsoft is tweaking its acquisition deal with Activision, pushing it closer to approval. 
Interestingly, authors and booksellers are urging the Justice Department to investigate Amazon's size and influence on the free exchange of ideas as well. This is undoubtedly a critical trial, one that deals with competition and the potential misuse of monopoly power in the tech industry. What should we expect? Absolutely, Connie. This trial is highly significant. It will play a major role in shaping the future of antitrust law, with potential to introduce major changes to the global search engine market, consumer choice, and the development of new technologies as we know it. Thank you, Elias, for that comprehensive rundown. We will keep our viewers updated as this story continues to unfold. Let's move on to the second story of our morning segment. A rare celestial event occurring right now, and it's a debut of sorts for a comet by the name of Nishimura. An amateur Japanese astronomer made quite the discovery, and our science correspondent, Grace, is here to discuss it. Now, Grace, what's going on up there in the skies? Just an awe-inspiring event, Connie. Amateur Japanese astronomer Hideo Nishimura discovered this green comet, now named Nishimura, on August 11th using a Canon digital camera and telephoto lens. This was notably before any automated systems in space detected it. He spotted it through long exposure shots. It's believed to be visible for the first time in over 400 years, as it's just now passing by Earth. That's quite remarkable, Grace. Can you tell us more about what comets are exactly and why this one appearing is so special? Of course, Connie. Comets are essentially chunks of dirty ice left over from the formation of the solar system. They typically stay far away from the sun, thus being invisible to us. However, when they come closer to the sun, their icy material evaporates due to the heat, revealing the dirt and dust, creating a visible tail. Now, Comet Nishimura is unique because its reappearance offers an opportunity to witness the dynamic nature of our solar system. It takes about 430 years to orbit the sun, and the last time it was visible had to be in the late 1500s. Its next visibility is scheduled for the 2450s. What a fascinating insight, Grace. So how can our viewers get the best view of this new visitor in the sky? Great question, Connie. Viewers will need to be in the northern hemisphere and look towards the eastern horizon before sunrise. Tuesday morning is the ideal time to spot the comet, as it will be closest to Earth then. The comet will be closest to the sun on September 17th and will subsequently become visible from the southern hemisphere. Although the comet appears lime green in photographs, it will look like a fuzzy white glow to the naked eye. Should our viewers be using any special equipment for a better view? Yes, certainly. For a better viewing experience, it is recommended to use binoculars or a small telescope. Even a powerful camera lens could also work. Grace, what are the potential implications or impacts of a comet like Nishimura passing by Earth? These cometary events represent both an opportunity for scientific study and a chance for us to marvel at the cosmos. As it's passing by, astronomers can study Nishimura to learn more about the formation and early life of our solar system. As the comet races by, it allows us a rare chance to gaze upon a celestial body that's been traveling through space for centuries. Thank you for your insightful analysis, Grace. A fascinating event indeed. Absolutely, Connie. It's a celestial spectacle, a testament to the wonderful mysteries of our universe just waiting to be discovered. Well said, Grace. Thanks for joining us this morning. Our third story today involves a pet dog named Maya, who had been missing for three weeks at the Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport. 
Happily, Maya has been reunited with her owner, Paula Rodriguez. Our correspondent, Ethan, has been following this story closely. Ethan, can you fill us in on the backstory here? Absolutely, Connie. This story began when Paula Rodriguez was en route from the Dominican Republic to San Francisco via Delta Airlines. During a layover in Atlanta, however, her visa was canceled, forcing her to catch a return flight. Tragically, she had to leave her pet dog Maya behind. While in Delta's care, Maya managed to escape from her crate and went missing within the airport grounds. That sounds incredibly distressing. But this quickly became a community-driven search, right? Yes, this story really highlights the power of online communities. News of Maya's disappearance spread, and an outpouring of love and concern from animal lovers was seen right away. Taking the lead was Robin Allgood, a volunteer animal recovery specialist. She not only created an online, Find Maya community, on Facebook but also spread awareness by plastering the airport with signs and flyers. The community kept sharing this information, keeping their eyes peeled for any sightings of Maya. Speaking of sightings, how was Maya eventually found? After a grueling three weeks, Maya was spotted near the North Cargo facilities of the airport. This was promptly followed by Robin Allgood's heroic actions. She crawled under a cargo rack to reach the exhausted and frightened Maya. Airport workers and a wildlife biologist also lent a hand resulting in a successful capture of Maya. She was taken to a vet for a thorough checkup and, thankfully, she was in good health. How wonderful. And Paula was able to get Maya back with her to the Dominican Republic? Yes, Connie. The reunion of Paula and Maya brought immense joy and relief to all. Delta Airlines, which had also been actively involved in the search, committed to reuniting Maya with Paula, and they've finally returned home to the Dominican Republic. And the response to this story has been immense. Indeed. This story did not just make local headlines. Major news sources such as NPR, Vigor Times, India Today, NBC News, and KUOW have all covered the heartwarming reunion of Maya and Paula. What might this imply about the involvement of airlines in situations like these? It definitely raises some questions about the responsibility of airlines when pets are transported. In this case, Delta was commendable in their commitment to find Maya, but the incident may push for more stringent measures to ensure pets' safety during transit. It's certainly a point of discussion. Thanks for this detailed analysis, Ethan. Always a pleasure, Connie. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.